It is 28 minutes after the hour here on the Drunk Large Radio Show. All right. I want to, I want to, I mean, I could, I could, I could keep going on on this thing. By the way, I think probably the best deal that was ever struck by a mayor in the city of Manchester is the one that got the Civic Center built. Teddy's really good on, you know, nuts and bolts things like, like this. Uh, you know, like the, like the, the energy deal or, you know, negotiating to, uh, uh, you know, get the municipal complex built and, and things like that. I mean, you got to give the devil his due there. Uh, but the best, the best negotiation ever was Ray Wazorek and how he got the, uh, how he got the civic center deal put together. That was epic. But I want to move on. I want to talk about this Amazon.com thing because, you know, a lot of people are working themselves up into a lather over Amazon, and, and, and that's fine. I think, uh, I, I think that's a, um, a worthy pursuit, and I'll tell you why I think it's a worthy pursuit. Is Number one, I'm not sure it's something we have a realistic chance in the state of New Hampshire of bringing here, but if cities, towns, the state are going to start looking at places um, where something like this could go and start evaluating what the state of New Hampshire really has to offer, going through the exercise, and I'm sure Ed Nail is going to have something to say about this as he walks in the studio. You know, he'll make something up. Going through the exercise, I think, is, is, is a very good thing for the state to do because it should cause itself to not only take a look at its, its availability of land, its infrastructure, its facilities, and things like that, but it should really start questioning what its tax structure and the things that make it appealing and the things that make it not appealing and not just to you know the workers who may work there but also to the uh, to the businesses who are going to pay the taxes to be here now that said if manchester is really serious about this um i think what it needs to do is send more than just flowery letters about how wonderful we are and pointing to you know what's being called you know manchester is being called one of the new silicon cities because of what's happened in our mill yard, and now that uh, Dean Kamen is adding a biotechnology component to it with the Army Project, um, you know, Manchester's really on the map for this stuff. But I think the place that the city really has to look at, unless it's going to clear entire blocks somewhere, is Hackett Hill. Hackett Hill physically is the only piece of land that I know of in the city of Manchester that would be able to handle something that big. And I think it would be good for the city to push that point. Because while the city would obviously need to do some pretty serious improvements to the roads, um, you know, to, to Hackett Hill coming up off of 3A, it, uh, it could be something that, that causes the state to uh, fast track the overhaul of exits 6 and 7, uh, which is desperately needed, long overdue, and been in the 10-year plan since I worked for Mayor Wazorek in the mid-90s. <laughs> You know, that's pushing that's, you know, that's that's more than a quarter of a century uh, now that it's been in the 10 year plan. So uh, and, and so I think there would be a number of benefits. And I'm I'm relatively comfortable with the idea that. Amazon, uh, you know, that Amazon facility would be consistent, relatively consistent with the vision that the city had when it created that industrial park. In the first place, it is the last that I know of. It is the last large piece of industrial zoned land here in the in the Queen City. And at that, it may be too small. I mean, what, when when uh, Walmart built the distribution center in Raymond, what, it took 900 acres of land. I don't know what the acreage is going to be here, but that's a lot of stuff. 
Now, that all said, while I think it's a worthwhile exercise, I think it would be an absolute disaster if Amazon actually chose Manchester or anything in the state of New Hampshire. I mean, folks, there's something to there's something to be said for having an outsized presence. Uh, you know, employing fifty thousand people sounds exciting, and it is, but that's that 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 would be increasing. Uh, Manchester's a hundred thousand people. Manchester right now, as a city, has somewhere between uh, around fifty five thousand jobs within the city border. Now. Personally, I think we need more jobs. I think the city, per, you know, has to work toward a place where it's got 75, 80,000 jobs. I, you know, in an ideal sense, you'd have a job for every resident that lived in the city. But we do things differently here in Manchester and in New Hampshire. And you do have communities, by the way, in this city, like Bedford and Hooksett, that actually have more jobs than they have residents. Okay? So it, it, it's not a crazy thing, but to drop 50,000 people in a business that big... Uh, it, to me, it, it would be uh, along the lines of casino gambling in New Hampshire. If you had one casino generating $100 million of revenue or whatnot, all of a sudden you have a very outsized presence um, within your state revenue stream that is in a position to dictate terms. You bring an employer that big into the Granite State, I mean, think about this. At 50,000 people, it would automatically be the third largest city in New Hampshire. It would be bigger than everything but Manchester and Nashua. It would be bigger than Concord, Portsmouth, Keene. It would be bigger than Londonderry. It would be bigger than Derry. So you're talking about adding an enormous amount of people in a very short period of time. And from an instrument, can you imagine what would happen to the school systems in Manchester, Bedford, Goffstown, Hooksett, Londonderry, Derry, uh, you know, Merrimack, Litchfield? Can you imagine what would happen to the school systems and the, and the transportation networks in the Manchester area if all of a sudden 50,000, and let's face it, there are not 50,000 people in the state of New Hampshire to provide those jobs. You are going to be, of the 50,000 people in the state, uh, uh, 50,000 jobs that would be created there, you... you there are at least 45,000 people and their families coming to the Granite State in order, to, uh, in order to staff that place. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm saying it's a bad thing. That's like taking a garden hose, bring it up to a fire hydrant, and then letting it rip. <laughs> the impact on that would be massive. And there is an argument, though, that could be said, especially if it's located here in the Queen City, that the property taxes a facility that big would pay would, would provide the city with the working capital necessary to expand the schools, hire the teachers, expand the road network, uh, you know, increase the police and fire presence that would be necessary for all of that. Um, but what happens if, say, they look at Londonderry and say, oh, instead of this hilly piece of land that's going to take $100 million worth of infrastructure work in your 10-year plan – to have adequate access, we're going to go to this you know, this big flat space in Londonderry that's got better highway access and is closer to the airport. Well, 50,000 people ain't moving into the town of Londonderry. The city of Manchester is going to get a big chunk of those people who move in if it's in Londonderry. And a lot of those people will be in the South End or where it doesn't matter where they end up. So now you're going to be like this. You'll be the city of Manchester. You'll have 50,000 people working in the town of Londonderry and a God knows, you know, We'll call it a billion-dollar facility, right? Londonderry's thrilled, except they won't be when they have to build another high school. Uh, 50,000 people. 
So what happens to all of those communities that aren't going to get the property tax uh, money from the place that um, Amazon builds? How are they going to? Oh, sure, you're going to see. You know, you're going to see fee, a breakneck construction. You're going to see. Oh, and, and listen. I mean, there, it's not all bad. I mean, property values are going to go up because prices are going to go up, rents are going to go up. Scarcity will take place in a market in a market that has zero capacity to absorb fifty thousand people, right? So there will be a number of market factors that are at work that will cause some. Uh, a ripple effect property value increases in the surrounding communities. But what if you're one of those communities that 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 ends up having ten or twenty thousand people move in? I mean, you could theoretically you could see towns double in size almost overnight. Oh little town of candy boom! You're gonna go from one rep to two. <laughs> well, I mean we're talking a massive influx of people, right? So it's almost a 2.5% increase in the overall state population overnight. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me do the math on that real quick. So 50,000 uh, div- uh, divided by one, we'll say two. Now, what are we, a million three? Yep. Oh, I take it back. It's a 4% increase in the number of people in the state of New Hampshire virtually overnight. <gasps> you know. I just that 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 that's a growing pain that strikes me more like a as a heart attack than anything else. It'll drive up house prices, which is fabulous if you live here and you want to buy a house. It's well, it's fabulous if you live here and you want to sell your house. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Well, think about it. You know, you're born and raised here, and you want to buy a house. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute! I could have bought a house for 150, 200 thousand. Now they're all three. That's what's yeah. going to happen. It's going to be ethnic cleansing. There'll be a group of people the same age, the same education level that yeah. work for Amazon, which is a ruthless company, and they're going to take over various towns, yeah. and they'll have input and lobbyists that they'll get conquered like you wouldn't know. Yeah. It's like having a casino. Yeah. And so, like the, fam- the famous guy testifying in the casino, this big guy is like 300 pounds with a leisure suit on and pinky rings. <laughs> if, we, if you let us build a casino, there'll be plenty of money for you. There'll be plenty of money for us. <laughs> <laughs> so while I think I, while I no think thanks. it's it's sort of exciting and it's a fun exercise, no thanks. Um, I, I I'm thinking the last thing we want to do is catch the whale when your boat is the SS Minnow. This is Gerard at large. 